Hi everyone, I'm Jose. And I'm Kevin. And this is Music For Your Eyes. The podcast about music videos we love, hate, and should have been made. Alright, so today, Kevin, we are going to do our video by Solange, Cranes in the Sky. Um, yeah, I know you just watched it right before we started. What do you think? I'm so glad I just watched it because I still have its little, like, magic in me. Like, the little buzz in me. And I think... <gasps> oh. And, like, I, I'm pretty sure I saw it two years ago when it came out because I remember the mm-hmm. song Cranes in the Sky. But I am, I think I probably watched it one time two years ago. And so I was, like, watching mm-hmm. it right now and it just has this this perfect focus and quiet and intensity to it that I was like mm-hmm. ooh like it's hard I bet it's hard to like conjure that in your brain you actually have to go back to the source material to like really get that correct little buzz or hum going in your brain so I was glad I just watched it now and I didn't go off of memory because it was excellent it's like it's like meditation isn't it oh it's, yes that's what I mean it's got like that uh, meditative like quality meditation. yeah um, yeah, it just feels like I, it, it, it literally feels like I'm taking a chill pill and that's not in reference to anything. It's just a chill pill whenever I watch it. Um, I try to chill pill away. as always, I'm going to give these the car facts. Um, then we're going to go step by step in the video and end it with that pop sis and pop sis. Give me the car facts, honey. Give me the Carfax. Give me, give it to me now. I'll give it to you right here, honey. I have the Carfax right in my hand. Um, Carfax? Okay, so. How do you like it? You shouldn't have to ask me that question. <laughs> we are also not sponsored by Carfax, but we so desperately <laughs> need to be sponsored by Carfax. Um, okay, so Cranes in the Sky. That song was released, as you said, two years ago, October 2016. And it was the first single for her third album, um, a seat at the table, and it was released on her own record label, um, Saint Records, under the division by Sony Records. And I have to say that this was long awaited. Like, it had been a while since Solange had released music. So. I was looking into this, and I was like, because mm-hmm. I watched Cranes in the Sky, and then I watched Don't Touch My Hair. And the next video, like, started auto-playing, and I was like, oh, this is a very different feeling to it. And then I was just, like, I paused it, and I was Googling, like, Solange and when the album came out and stuff. And it was eight years. It was, like, 2008 was the album yes. before Seat at the Table. And then this one came out. And I was a little, the whole timeline confused me, because one, in my head, I had Cranes in the Sky being, like, way older. Like, when we were in school, at least, I no. was thinking it came out. And then I was, in my head, I was like, oh, my God, eight years between two albums and I saw she like she like opened her own record label and I was like oh she had some contract drama I bet and she had to like open her own little imprint get her own little thing going she was ready for the content of her of her own and may I ask if that autoplay was losing you no it wasn't it wasn't it was something I think it was from her like first album I I couldn't even tell you what it was but I could tell that it was the thing that gave it away is I was like oh these are bright saturated colors this is a different era. Mm. Oh, glad you said that. Yes. Okay, good. Picking up these pieces. Um, our Carfax today is going to be a little longer, but I think it 
it it'll it'll kind of um open up these little wonder balls remember wonder balls that little chocolate balls with candies inside were those the american equivalent of a what's the the kinder eggs that were banned because yes uh, kids choke uh, on them yes wonder balls yeah, i remember i'm gonna give you, you i'm get, gonna give you something to choke on i'm gonna give you a kinder egg give me a little content. give me a little charmander that i get halfway down my esophagus before i pop that sucker back up put that charmander in your esophagus okay so uh, <laughs> cranes in the sky is a song obviously that's described as a soulful ballad um and the main idea of the song is a person looking to distract themselves in various ways from an unaddressed sadness i definitely listened to the song after my last last relationship it's a good crying song um oh it feels like a great now to me it feels like a great like um oh gosh when a plane is landing on the descent it feels like a good like on the descent song because it's like i I get that because it's yeah. just like chronicling, like I tried to sex you away, I tried to drink you away, I tried to max out my mm-hmm. credit cards, and it didn't work. But it has this zen vibe. Like it's not frenzied. It's not like I can't get you out of my head. No, it's like it's just I tried be... to do all this and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. But like I'm figuring it out. And you're just like coming in for that soft landing, landing, landing <sighs> at the oh end gosh, of a yes. relationship or a trauma or something. It it makes you want to go back to basics. Yeah. Oh, you're like we tried all the all the all the complicated shit. I tried all the the intense stuff. I just gotta fucking breathe in through my nose, out through my mouth, and drink more water. (sighs) Oh yeah. Wow. Maybe it's because I'm tired today, but I'm really feeling the song already in my body. Okay. Continuing on. Um, The video was directed by herself and her husband Alan Ferguson, along with the help of photographer Carlota Guerrero. Which is important, because this is, I think, the first music video you and I are doing that is based in not only just landscapes as your vehicle to speaking about what the song and what the video is conveying, right? Like landscapes and, and, and nature, but it also is deeply relying on fashion and photography and cinematography to just carry the video. Does that make sense? It does. These are all static composition shots. Yes. It's like, exactly there's a little zooming right. in and out. But, like, I don't think that camera... It's on a tripod. It don't got it's wheels. It's not moving. You can't swivel it. Like, there's no Dolly. Dolly, barely know her. And you <laughs> are looking at these, like, perfectly composed either vistas of cliffs and mm-hmm. hills or... Of interior mm-hmm. shots, or yeah. So th- when you say a photographer is involved in this, I'm like, oh, duh. Oh yeah, and and I I think I have to just also emphasize that I love, I really enjoy watching. First off, I again, we, you and I have had a little bit of a love affair with male um, music video directors, which is I think why I wanted to pivot to a video where Solange is directing. Right, and she's using other female like artists and photographers to help create and build this this concept and this artistic chauvinism piece, is if I may. one hell of a drug. So yeah, so let's what is bring it? some chauvinism is one hell of a drug. <laughs> let's bring some women into the mix. Let's please. bring these women in, and I think again a, a similar relationship maybe that's a little bit more pop oriented, like very pop, would be photographer Petra Collins 
to Selena Gomez. If you watch the music video Fetish, I mean, if anything, oh. it's Petra Collins' vision vision carried out in Selena Gomez's videos. If that oh, makes you're sense. so I dead think, right. Oh, man. That's right? a real good... You, I gotta say, if I always make a Taylor Swift reference, I think you always make a Selena Gomez reference, but your references are much better than mine are. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're dead right though. Like fetish is like a God. It's so dumb being like, oh, this visual, this visual medium is so visual, but it <laughs> is like it could be less so because there's music playing that could distract you and could do all of the legwork of like, how should you feel and where is this going? Mm-hmm. But there are music videos like Solange and, and, and Fetish where you're like, no, the visuals are like telling the story now. They're yeah, the visuals are telling you. They're telling you what you should be feeling and it, and it sets you in that place of, for cranes in the sky, a, a place of, of peace in a sense. And I enjoy that. Um, well, in explaining this video, we have to give credit to um, a great podcast called Song Exploder. Yes. Um, oh, great podcast. Who interviewed Solange in 2017. And I think this paragraph that I'll kind of summarize perfectly encapsulates what this video inspired and what the song inspired, too. Um Solange in that episode speaks to where she was seeing sudden economic growth in kind of a once quiet town. And all she could see were mechanical cranes blocking the view of the scenery. Um, And she says, like so much of America, there was so much real estate development and all she could see was a crane in the sky. And it made her feel heavy and so disruptive for anywhere that she could find peace. Um, Does that kind of blow your mind? Oh my God, Jose, thank you so much because I was sitting here feeling trying not to feel dumb being like does she mean cranes the bird or cranes the mechanical equipment? i'll be real i thought about it as cranes in the sky because i thought cranes were um i don't know like like fleeing from their from their homes from their issues i i was trying to make sense of it that way too i always thought of it as cranes the construction thing because one time my friend sam and i were taking a bus from paris to Amsterdam or something and we Mm -hmm. woke up in the middle in Rotterdam and we didn't even know what country that was in let alone what the (laughs) fuck is Rotterdam and and we opened our eyes and we were next to a construction site there were all these cranes and I just went oh I always wanted to see the great swinging cranes of Rotterdam as a boy (laughs) and it's just become like one of our great jokes is ah yes we saw the great swinging cranes of of Rotterdam so when you say cranes in the sky I think of the great swinging cranes of Rotterdam. But then I was like, Solange doesn't mean that. She means the bird. Solange meant it like the cranes, the mechanical (sighs) cranes in the sky. That's why I love this song. Solange has been to Rotterdam, I'm sure. Positive. First off, I didn't know any of this context before choosing this video. So I want to say that I think I love the video itself. But the creative process to me makes me respect it so much more. And the last thing I'll say for our Carfax is that this project... Um, obviously the colors, um, that inspired her were from her home, like where she living, where she lives now in New Orleans. And before going, she planned this trip to do this music video and they had to travel. Are you ready? They had to travel to nine different cities and they filled 25 people in two RVs 
and they drove from New Orleans to Houston to White Sands National Park in New Mexico. Not only did they do that, Kevin, not only did they do that, they finished the whole thing the whole week and came back home, and Solange was frustrated they didn't get some shots. So her, her husband, and Carlota, 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 um, you're gonna know, not me. Got in the car again, got in the RV, and did the same exact route from New Orleans to New Mexico, and reshot it all over again. It was 42 setups, Kevin. They did 42 setups, and her mom, none other than Tina Knowles, also helped construct the clothing. Now that that is craftsmanship. That is artistry. That thank you so much because I was watching this and all I could think of was there are so many setups. I was like, there are so many. Like, I feel like when I watch a music video that I think they really, like, put in the effort, I'm like, oh, they'll have, like, 12 or 15. And I was watching Mm -hmm. this and I was like, oh, oh, no, they're 42? I'm like, oh, I believe that. There were so many setups. And also in my head, I was trying to figure out, I was like, because the images are so static, I was like, could this actually be, like, a real low-key operation where all you need is, like, Solange, the hair and makeup team mm-hmm. and like a couple of camera people and like you good. I was like, I was like, cause I feel like you could like film this actually fairly low key and simply, but you got to find a lot of places like the and, location and the angles, should get it, should angles. get an Emmy or something. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, now I, I think I've given you most of the car facts here. I, I some of our listeners have never Which seen this video. Which makes perfect sense. Like, but like, I yes. promise you that you watch it and you can really appreciate it. But you might have these little flares go up, and then hearing you say them, I'm like, oh, thank God! Like, oh, that was an itch oh. I needed scratched, and it's like, it, it oh, oh, it's so nice to like kind of uh, uh, get the answer to those questions. Kevin, all I want to do is scratch your back. Truly, oh. your, you know, your intellectual back, if anything. Oh, my intellectual back needs it. Scaly, baby, scaly. Um, All scales. <laughs> scales. Um, so just, and we won't need to give a step-by-step because it, I think we're describing it in, in what the mood and what the shots are. But to listeners, Cranes in the Sky begins with a slow pan shot, you know, close up on Solange's face. And we slowly zoom out. The whole video is very, very still, like slow pans or still shots. And what we said, they went from New Orleans to New Mexico and everywhere in between. So they have a shot. I want to ask Kevin in a little bit what your favorite shot was. But, you know, they shot in a canyon. They shot in an abandoned home with the, um, what do you call that? The pink fluff inside the home, inside the walls. What are those? Oh, the insulation. The insulation exposed. They, they... She's dancing on a on a spaceship house. I mean, on cliffs, on, on the cliffs. top of a hill. She, um, in a greenhouse? She, um, in a greenhouse. Her hands, in every shot where she is, some of them are her dancing, you know, interpretive. Some of them are her in white with, you know, seven other women of color all, you know, holding each other. Women in support of one another. There's one shot where they're in a canyon and she's wearing a dress that is connected to five other women. I need to know if it, Tina made that dress. I just I'm, need I to know how they you, made that I dress. Wish it's, I could tell you if Tina made that dress. Because I this, wondered the same thing. It's this... Ugh, it is... Uh, listeners. 
it is this beautiful purple dress that's like all kind of draped layers and ruffles mm-hmm. and sort of off the shoulder and kind of mm-hmm. loose. But it's like Solange is standing on the left and it kind of snakes in these large flowing panels mm. that are in strips from like woman to woman to woman. And there's like eight or nine of them. And they're not really standing that far apart. There's maybe like two or three feet between them. And it's like, so whenever they kind of shift, just shifting their weight from side to side, like the panels mm-hmm. will change. And there's just like a little bit of like breath and motion to them. And oh my, I, I was like staring it's, at it and I was like, what is, how do you make this? What's going on here? It's so good. And it, and again, it's not just a visual for the sake of a music video. It's speaking to larger themes to Solange's album work, A Seat at the Table. It's about supporting, celebrating the majesty and beauty of black women, also black men. Hence, Don't Touch My Hair does that. When she goes on, I think, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Corden. Or <laughs> Jimmy Corden. Kimmel or James or Corden. SNL. There's a you lot know of those, them. You know that. She also has the connected dress in a different version, I think, in red as a live performance. So again, everything, and also I hear her live shows have the same element. So everything is serving to communicate a message, not in just one form, but in different you know, facets of her album, which is also why I think having a photographer with you that helps you create this is so important. You know? Yeah. Um, so cool. I My favorite, I love her hand placement. Did you notice how she would like just... Um, place her hands a certain way and curve her her wrists? It was really... I was, like, watching it, and I did love the hand stuff, but there's, like, just, like, there's choreography in it, but it's not, you know, it's not pop star choreography. It's more... You know what? Actually, now that I'm saying this out loud, it sort of reminds me of... What's her name? Maddie Ziegler, Sia's girl. Oh, you're talking about Chandelier by Sia? Yes, in that it's, like, more modern. It's not, like, okay. pop star dance yes. moves you're thinking of. It's, <laughs> it is more like, if you actually were a dance major in college, like, 90% of what you did. That kind of dance. You know, and I, it's but funny. it was, like, so fascinating because I was, like, I was, like, because, like, Solange's sister is Beyonce. And, like, Beyonce does amazing choreo. But it's all, oh. you know, for so long it was so pop-related. But I was so interested thinking. I was like, oh, my God. She probably grew up, like, doing all the choreo, learning all the moves, like, being such a musical person. It was, like, so fascinating to think, like, and then you can, like, strip it all away and have such great control of just poses. Like, when she's laying on the floor and we're looking through, like, those those little palm trees. And just, like, the way mm-hmm. she can, like, move her body and stuff. I was like, oh. I was like, this is... I was like, you're clearly a, such a musical person, such a talented person, and, like, a physical person that you can move like this, either when it's, like, supposed to be real choreography or just, like, holding your body and hitting a pose. Yeah. I mean, and I think, it's funny, this is something I think you and I did, you noticed this in our last podcast as well, where you were like, oh, this isn't, like, a pop, this isn't, like, pop. <laughs> Oh, this isn't pop music. Good heavens. This isn't pop at all. This isn't pop choreo. And, yeah, it's, and it's interesting you bring up Sia's chandelier. Again, Sia collaborated with choreographer Ryan Heffington, right? And, like, again, I keep repeating this so many times, but it's the choreographer, the cinematographer, like, the people you partner with and not just use for a music video, but partner with for a larger time frame of your of your work. It pays off, I think, and oh, I think so too. That's become it pays more off so evident. Much. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so Solange is in different scenescapes. I think, again, I couldn't imagine a better way to communicate what this song is communicating, which is how she can't escape these these worldly things, how she can't escape all these ways to distract and numb her pain of, of, of this overall sadness, and then to go and escape the world and just sit still in nature and in abandoned spaces. I mean, come on. Come on, Kevin. That is the... I was gonna, like... Like, I didn't know if, like, she was saying, like, there was, like, kind of a visual theme to it or, or the photographer mm-hmm. did or whatever. Because to me, I just kept looking that I was, like, the great thing about these static shots that are big shots. You know, they're of, mm. of, of, of natural landscapes. And when you just pick a big old swath of a hill or a cliff or a canyon or something, and you just put one person in it. They are so mm. alone while in a shot that is so full. And it just yeah. oh. created yes. that sort of like focus that I'm talking about, where like you're focusing on Solange, and theoretically, there's not that much going on. The camera's not moving, there's no other people mm-hmm. coming in and out of it, there's no effects on it or whatever. But my eyes kept working around the screen over and over and over again. I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm missing so much because these shots are so wide and they're so full uh, of things so, going on but they're empty like technically speaking you know if she's supposed to be the person we're paying attention to you're like well this is 90 percent empty space and what mm-hmm. a great compliment to that kind of feeling of the music and the, and the feeling of the lyrics of like trying to work through everything and add things and do things and 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 bring in stuff to work through something but instead you're just like oh i just had yeah. to chill the hell out I had to do nothing, and I had to be okay with the silence and with and the, the natural and things the going on. And the vast... Oh, my God. This is a vast music video. That's how it's I describe vast, it. One word, vast. I think you're unlocking a thought in my head right now, which is how how shots so vast, so overwhelming, um, you know, that could feel that... That could make you feel isolated or could make it feel like, how are we going to make this... You know, how are we going to make this message come across... But my God, what a visual feast. I mean, I I feel like I'm eating a really hearty, vegetable, you know, laden meal when I watch this video. So many lentils. So many lentils. So many lentils, Kevin. And it's so... But that's also juxtaposed with the shots that feature, um, you know, like man-made stuff, like buildings or whatever, that they all have a feeling of being empty or transparent mm-hmm. or light in some way because it's the building with no insulation. Like, there's no walls. Like, it's literally a building with no walls. And she's standing but you in still there. See, you still see the nature, like, through that. So, th- listeners, there's yeah, a scene. It's, it's, yeah, go ahead. There's a scene where she's in a room, the insulation's exposed, and she's, the sun, The I mean, the light is, there's one window, oh, and the light beautiful. is hitting her. She's wearing white. She's looking outside. And you still see the trees in the distance. And I mean, just the layers of that shot, Kevin, there's like, there's like five, there's like a foreground, a midground, a background, then something freaking beyond the background that I can't even explain. That's what I'm saying. Like not, it doesn't even have a vastness horizontally, but like depth wise, like looking straight into the shot, yeah. there's so much that you have to figure out. It's so and good. And then 
And then there's like the greenhouse, which is like a house made of glass, <gasps> and you're looking through it, and it's like yes. you're supposed to be contained, but it's totally glass. And then there's the spaceship house that she's dancing on, which is like one on top of a cliff in these like huge planes. So there's like so much again, mm-hmm. there's all that depth behind her, and there's you know just open space around her. But then this house has these distinct and carved out windows, and all I could think was like you know being around things that kind of aren't totally there or don't impede Mm -hmm. physically or visually at the very least and and it was it was it was so cool and i think that was i mean kind of also the thing of it's not a song about total peace though like it's not a song like i've totally figured it all out it's like it's like it's Mm -hmm. coming in for the landing but it hasn't landed yet so you still you still do have to deal with like you know the 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 cranes in the sky the things that are changing the construction going on the you know the the Mm -hmm. houses and stuff it's um so it's not totally this like perfect desert airy landscape i think it's it's so funny i think this video i mean we've already discussed my favorite music video of all time already um but i think this one related to fashion is high up on my list oh i I, i wanted to ask you so badly what you thought of her looks throughout the music video oh i mean uh So, again, I think there's something important in terms of knowing that, you know, Tina Knowles, her mother, was part of quickly creating and and sewing some of these arrangements and looks for her. It, I don't know, that gives a, a sense of personal, like, I don't know, connection to it that I appreciate. I also think Don't Touch My Hair has, in my view, the better looks, but that's also because she's... Solange is known for using like emerging designers and black designers for her for her videos and for her tour looks. Um, so I think it just it makes me happy that she chose outfits that match the scenescape, like that gold fringe along a canyon and herself painted in gold during a twilight hour in the canyons. I mean, what a freaking ah, it's majestic. It's majestic, Kevin. Uh, I think I I'll love- just finish this by saying it's majestic. It, it's it's so majestic and i and i felt that as well because it goes through that in the beginning she's you know in that purple connected dress and i think she might be in mm. she's in she's in white with all the other women and, and in white when she's laying on the ground and i think she's in pink at some point but then there's a moment where she's kind of in silver and then she ends it in gold and it just yes. going from kind of colors to silver to gold to me and it's like shiny gold fringy gold painted on her body so i was like I, I thought I thought you must have noticed that. I was like, this, this feels like such a great little progression in in the fashion, mm. not only in like the like the the cinematography. Don't touch my hair is celebrating black men and women in ways where they're not appreciated for their natural beauty. Um, and again, natural beauty, right? And all these videos are emphasizing are what's beautiful in the natural and natural scenescapes. Ugh, there's just so much there, and yeah. That makes me happy. They're I'm I'm so, smiling as I say this because it makes me happy. They're truly. they're so so good, and they have such a specific vision and visual style and kind of a mm-hmm. treatment, and it's all really good. So it was like so funny watching this and appreciating it, and then you sent me Sizzles the weekend, and you were like, "Oh, people did not like this." Oh, wait. So, listeners, I sent Kevin for... We send each other homework for these 
for these episodes. I had sent him Cranes in the Sky, which is what we just finished talking about. Um, Don't Touch My Hair. And then I sent him Scissors The Weekend. was also directed by none other than Solange. I didn't tell you that people didn't like it. I said, Kevin, people had a lot of opinions. I would love your thoughts. So let's get into it. What did you think about Solange directing The Weeknd by SZA? So I do, I do homework on top of my homework. So I did a little bit of Googling. So that's how I know. Mm-hmm. You said like, oh, people had a reaction. And then I was looking and I saw some articles mm-hmm. about the reaction. And I'll be honest. And maybe we could do a whole episode about The Weeknd. But I really enjoyed from, you know, 15 seconds in to 10 seconds out because I just thought the, and then, and I went and waved and waved and Mm, all alone mm -hmm. or whatever. That thing to me, I was like, this feels a little bit like, um, like college sophomore in a contemporary art class. It's like, this feels a little (laughs) bit. This feels a little bit, like, too much. Like, you're doing a lot of telling, and you're not doing any showing, and it doesn't really connect to anything. You're just sort of, like, throwing something out there for me to chew on. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's fine. It added to a feeling. But I think without it, the music video would have been totally great. And Um, and just to... If I can ground, like, this comparison so people who haven't seen The weekend. Well, pause this and go watch it. I mean... (laughs) Pause and go watch, but also, just for people, Solange pretty much directed SZA's The weekend, and it's SZA centered on the shot. And it's just, once again, just like Cranes in the Sky, except SZA is dancing and standing in shots of mostly concrete parking lots, um, spaces that are, you know, I would say, um, hard. If, you know, don't get your Uh, mind out of the gutter, but... No, 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 but you're totally right. And I think I want to ask you, Kevin, and this is maybe why I sent this to you. Do we see other, you know, examples where maybe the director's vision overrides what the artist's vision is for the song itself? Uh, we have um, to do a whole a whole episode about it, but it's but you but yeah, I like where you've led us that it is the. Um, the, the people being annoyed with Solange for doing the Solange thing on SZA, um, I, yes, I have a similar feeling to Hannah Lux Davis putting it on to thank you next. I'm like, oh, I see, you, this was, this was a high level Jedi mind trick. That was really well done. You just, you led me right there and it's, it's oh, yeah. great and it's I delicious. Yeah. I did. And, and Kevin's, Kevin, sorry, the controversial opinion that Kevin and I had is we, we like, we don't like the direct vision for Thank You Next in the sense that all the video did was copy the scenescapes if any, if I may of four iconic films but captured no emotion or story that the song was emoting. And captured them and- so well. I mean like <laughs> that's what makes me like really like I wish it was a cheap like impersonation and also yeah, God it makes me think of Lost in Japan as well because I think Mm-hmm. Those music videos kind of circled my head at the same time, and I and I was just kind of like, oh, like what's the difference between you know, like we talked about fancy and mm-hmm. um, lost in Japan and countdown mm-hmm. and thank you next and when is it like 
borrowing source material that's different, but you make it into your own, or it's different, but it kind of misses the mark, or when is it just straight up copying in a lazy way? Mm. Well, when is it copying in kind of an inspired way? And mm. I think it's so... Uh, now we're going to add the weekend to this. We're going to add like another little well, facet I don't of think, that whole I don't think inspiration it has that director compa- thing. Okay, okay. I was like, I don't think it's the same parallel as as copies or um, no, just like from. the whole like a director's vision versus the feeling of a song, and but also kind of the the and the in the salons one, it, it sounds like it was also. Um, like SZA as an artist and her visual style and stuff. Cause I'm not, I'm not familiar with it at all, but it also, right. the, li- the little bit I read, people were like, that's not a SZA music video. It's not like they were like, this video was wrong for this song. They were like, that video is wrong for SZA period. Mm, which I think is interesting. Cause I liked the salon, how Solange directed it. I think it's similar to how actors collaborate with directors and you know, you could, you can say, Oh, all the best people are in this video or, Oh, this, you know, this has a high budget. But it's really about the trust you have with other artists. And again, this is why I think people who go for the long-term collaboration with photographers or choreographers or even, you know, stylists, I think pan out better than when they just use people for one music video and go, okay, bye, thanks. You know, you have to understand each other and deepen each other in a way that I think um, will manifest something beautiful. Jose, here's what it comes down to. Oh, there can okay. Be, there can be 99 people in a room that don't believe in you. And just one does. And just that was one, Solange for SZA. That, so th- I think our, we've, our, our journey has arrived. I mean, what did, what did you think of Cranes in the Sky? Did, did you like the music video? <laughs> loved it. I loved Cranes in the Sky. Lovely I, thought it was, I thought it was great. It was so... It it nailed it. I mean, it really nailed it. And I think mm. it actually really... I remember listening to the Solange album when it came out. And then I probably listened to it again a couple months later because people loved it so much. I was like, oh, I should listen to that again. But I am... What's the... Okay, so when you listen to a song, what's the first thing you're listening to? Like, what's the, the thing you're tracking on your first go? I'm a production... I'm a fan of production. So I'll always listen for, like, what's the synth, what's the synth or what's the beat that I'm following... And do I do I vibe with it? Okay, I'm a lyrics person. I'm always mm. a lyrics person. It's I, I I don't know if it's the writing part of my brain. I'm always about lyrics. I can miss. I can listen to songs for like years and still find things that were going on in the background <laughs> that I just didn't ever notice because I just keep singing it to myself over and over again. And so maybe because this is like the lyrics are so good, but it's not a it's not a song, and I don't think the album was very like lyric focused in terms of like mm-hmm. you know the the levels mm-hmm. of the song like what's supposed to like convey the art to you the lyrics are are part of it but they're not you know they're sharing first place with the production and with the instrumentation and with kind of the feeling of it and stuff um and this music video was really great because if i had that kind of Lapse the first kind of couple times listening to it because I was like, oh, I just want lyrics. Please just tell me what the song's about with words. That's my only <laughs> language. And watching it visually, they nailed it, and it it's, so it, it like yes. filled in the rest of the song for me now. And I was like, oh, that's what was going on in the background with the music, but my stupid brain couldn't move past the lyrics. I was so desperately wanted to tell me everything, but like visually, mm. this filled it in like. 
the mood of it and the feel of it and kind of the quiet beauty of it. And it's, you know, it's drawn out, but it's sublime. And I was like, oh, this music video makes me love this song now. Like, I was like totally converted to this song because the music video just just represented yeah. the music visually so well and i and i and i'd like to think that i'm a that i'm more of a of a a words person and a listening person and, and that kind of level and not so much of a visual person sometimes but mm. this time i was like oh hook line and sinker i just needed it on a screen <laughs> i was like i just needed it on a screen and I, it worked i, I can't loved wait it. for us i can't wait for us to keep looking at videos that like we love because of the video and the song together and i think i want to give recognition to the Knowles sisters just both of them one offer both having such independent and beautiful careers but second lending themselves to um representing like women representing their message representing their artistry representing themselves as black women in different contexts but always through a visual storytelling medium that is beautiful and you know and the fact that their mother is in the background for it in some way i think it's just icing on the cake and let me just say this is solange's you know in my view it's the second best music video i've ever seen her in and do you know what number one is is it party nine four eight four or whatever it is (laughs) b-day wait which music video wait she's in b-day or or no um wait Oh god, I'm what? forgetting the song. Um, get me bodied. Yeah, get me bodied. Oh my god. Thank you. I was like, B day. So like, long? what song in B day? Oh, get That's me bodied the, oh, in the beginning. Kevin, they say, Kevin, we 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 have we have to do like an hour and thirty on get me I know. bodied. It's literally on my list. The best, you know, the best video that Solange has been in, arguably. I'm just gonna say that I haven't seen her whole <sighs> filmography. Who is it? But who is it? Who is, who it? is it? Who it's is it? It's me. B. B. Um, so we'll get there so this is a really good second place performance for Solange well done silver medal we love a silver medal we love a silver we love a silver Um, let's you know well listeners (laughs) this was Cranes in the Sky by Solange I'm Kevin and I'm Jose and this is music for your eyes wait before we say goodbye we, we have social handles now um uh follow us on instagram mfy oh fuck at music fye on instagram at music fye pod on twitter and music for your eyes pod at gmail.com wow kevin that was really good you got all three of them in a row i'm a millennial i do social media i'm kevin and i'm jose and this is music for your eyes Bye. bye